0: Hello, all you fearless fathers out there. Well, we're back for another Monday episode, uh, but I'll have you notice that Dave is not here after he busted my friggin' chops about missing a couple of weeks. Uh, Dave is off doing um, his army thing again, <laughs> like he does every month. But he's on—I think it's, I think he's on extended duty for some reason, uh, and he'll be back uh, next week. Uh, we have have an episode of, of, I believe it's attention deficit disorder and attention hyperactivity disorder as a father. Uh, it should be interesting. But this week, we're going to talk about something incredibly near and dear to my heart, um, and that is the night shift dad. And we're not going to so much focus on the dad part portion of that, but we're going to talk about what working night shifts or rotating schedules affects and why that could be detrimental to your, chil- to your relationship with your children. And it'll be very apparent. Um, but the consequences are a little higher than, than people genuinely would think they would be. So we'll talk about initially what it affects, uh, the potential that it could have on your body long-term and we'll talk about some solutions and how to fix it. Um, And I I do realize ahead of time because more specifically because I work a rotating shift schedule that that's, you know, there isn't really a great answer for people that, you know, have to do that because obviously I am one of them, but these are just, you know, this this episode is for awareness for people like me that, you know, I I work basically like a police shift um, where I work, uh, I think it's like eight days of the month night shift. And then I work an additional eight to 10 days of the month day shift. And I work long shifts. I work like 10 to 12 hour shifts as well. So just jump right into it. Um, the first thing we got to answer is what is a circadian rhythm? Um, and the circadian rhythm is what dictates your body's, not just your sleep pattern, but release the specific chemicals and hormones to help you sleep and help you stay awake. Um, And when you start screwing with that, it really affects your ability to do all kinds of crazy stuff. (laughs) So like produce melatonin naturally, produce um, dopamine, uh, produce um, serotonin, Things that your body needs on a regular basis, just to you know level your level your mood out. When you start screwing with that kind of stuff in your day light, in your day night cycle, it really it really isn't good for you, and it it, it, it could potentially set you down this path um, to what we're going to talk about today. And you know I, I'm oversimplifying it quite a bit, but you know biologically it, it's something that you should really really attempt to keep on a normalized schedule. Um, and there's, there's far more to this and if something you should definitely go look and check out and, you know, do a little bit of research on your own. But the point is your circadian rhythm is incredibly important, incredibly important. And if you work night shifts like I do, (laughs) um, mine's all jacked up. It really is. (laughs) So let's, let's just go ahead and talk about what, uh, could happen if you have a jacked up circadian rhythm. All right. So if you have a jacked-up circadian rhythm, it can cause, uh, obviously, insomnia. So your body doesn't know what to do and when to do it uh, because you've, you're you up all parts of the night. And insomnia can cause a couple of things, but it's not nearly the worst condition you can get. So, for instance, insomnia can cause fatigue, uh, trouble concentrating and paying attention, um, you know, just general trouble retrieving memories. I've definitely had that issue before. Uh, makes you irritable, makes you moody, um, decreases your motivation and energy. And that can lead to a whole bunch of stuff too. So like most mental health disorders, um, it's, you know, a rolling ball. It just keeps going. It just keeps going and going and going, um, and gets worse and worse and worse. If you don't start taking action on it, um, as soon as you realize you start having some of the symptoms, but there's another side to this which is much, much, much more dangerous. So increase uh, the risk of depression is obviously a thing that can happen because of what I just said. Um, it negatively affects your mental health state um, after a long period of time. And some people can do it. Some people can be night shift their entire life. Um, I'm slowly finding out. <laughs> I'm definitely not one of those freaking people. Um, and, and, it, and it can get really rough. But the other thing, the increased fatigue and stuff and irritability can cause workplace injury. Yeah the, the potential for that goes up tenfold because you know you're not yourself, you're not thinking straight sometimes, and everybody has their nights. Everybody has their nights, they're just friggin' completely wiped. And this you know, these things come with all the risks of like the anxiety depressive disorder. Um, so it can change your metabolism. Uh, and that's just, once again, it's a body chemical thing. It increases your risk for uh, obesity and diabetes. Once again, once you start screwing your metabolism, obviously these things can happen as well. Um, uh, people don't eat as well. Stuff's not o- open like it normally is. I mean, I know I find myself hitting up the wall while grabbing a sandwich, um, a lot of the nights just because it's easy. Um, and that's not great for me. Um, people drink, uh, those, those energy drinks, um, just to fill themselves full of caffeine. I'm completely guilty of that. And, you know, just generally not taking care of yourselves like you normally would. And, and this can increase your risk of gastrointestinal problems as well. Uh, night shift workers often have things like irritable bowel syndrome. or Well, I wouldn't say Crohn's disease, but irritable bowel syndrome is a good one because, you know, just it's it's stress and bad, um, bad habits. And like I said earlier, suppressed melatonin, that's that's another one that, that happens all the frigging time. And this is this is the big one here. So you're not out during the day and you're not absorbing the normal amount of vitamin D you would yeah, out in the sunlight. And that boy, that kid it can do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, that could be the cause of your depression. It has the potential to start you down the road of heart disease. Um, and there are several cancers that can be, um, that can be picked up from not having, um, a constant supply of vitamin D in your body. Like you should, um, I forget exactly what the numbers are, but I, I used to take, uh, I think it was like 3000 or 4,000 high use. You can't take too much of the stuff, um, to supplement it. But I, 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 I did for a while. I think I'm on a thousand right now. I believe I'll have to go look, but the, the point is, um, I would prefer not to be <laughs> supplementing vitamin D at all, actually. But you could end up with cancers like breast cancer, or colon cancer, or prostate cancer. And those all, once again, tie into like the big picture. Um, it's because no circadian rhythm, your body's producing hormones and chemicals improperly, you're eating like crap. Um, and it's just bad. It's it's not good. It, it's a, It's a bad situation. And you know, with the risk of breast cancer especially with it being so prevalent in our in our culture I mean not in our culture in our um in our, a lot of people's health these days that's never good um definitely get checked for that regularly do your prostate checks especially you guys who are forty and I know I said breast cancer, but like i it's it's possible for men to get it in in their breast tissue it's completely possible and the uh the fix for for breast cancer as I a mean, is incredibly invasive just as it is a woman. And it's a not. It's not a thing you you want to go through. The other thing I want to talk about is the increase of uh, you know heart attack or cardiovascular, uh, the decrease in cardiovascular health. That is, that that is tenfold because um, you're you know your eating habits are terrible. Um, you're once again you're not sleeping, so you're not getting restful sleep to help your body heal from day to day. You're always your your body is stressed, so your mind is stressed. And it's just, it's not, it's not good for your, your blood pressure and your circulation and things like that. I, and once again, I, I, I know this episode's a lot about me, uh, but like I have, um, blood pressure and circulation issues, not from this. I like have, um, genetic family ones, uh, but it's definitely not helped by me working a job like this. So what can we do? Well, first off, take your fucking, <laughs> So so the doctor suggests you take something you should probably take it. It'll definitely help. Uh, but so like, I guess w- the biggest answer is what can you do to help? Well, like I said, right at the start, and this obviously isn't a, uh, an option for me either. You know, there's some things that you can do to mitigate. Um, you can supplement some vitamins, uh, you know, like fish oil, uh, friggin vitamin D. I take turmeric for circulation, um, and a couple other ones like vitamin, um uh, like a B complex helps me, uh, keep my energy levels up overnight, um, to make it kind of seem like I'm up during the day to my body. But there's a, a, another thing you can do here is like earplugs or a white noise machine, uh, block the light from the outside world. So it seems like nighttime using, um, those, those really thick curtains, those bedroom curtains, keep your bedroom between, I I think I read an article. I actually, I read a couple that said it was like in between 60 and 67 degrees, which is the optimal temperature to, you know, for your body to rest. Well, no. And, um, having the ideal like sleeping environment. I that's all part of it. What I, what I just said, but a lot of articles suggested what's called sleep hygiene. So, like have a bedtime routine, so your body uh so your body knows that, hey, it's time to restfully sleep now, take a warm shower right before bed, um, have a clean bedroom so you don't get distracted by what's in it. um have like a really plain bedroom, avoid alcohol and caffeine and any like heavy meals right before you eat, so your body's not doing anything crazy. Like a couple hours, honestly, and, and and like once again, nothing I'm guilty of. Like uh, my drive from work is probably about 50 minutes, and at six o'clock in the morning, I, I, I'm guilty of stopping and getting a cup of coffee just to make the drive home, and then I'll get home and I'll be all buzzed up and wired, and I won't be able to go to sleep for an hour or two, and that's that's not the right fucking answer. But you know, it, it, it's all about making your environment easier for your body to just shut down. Um, and it's, if you do the same thing over and over and over again, your body will get into that routine and just shut down on its own eventually and finally decide it wants to go to sleep. Obviously this isn't a solution for everybody. Uh, the, the, the shift worker is just going to have to, you know, create their own routine, but it's still doable. Obviously I I do it every, every month. But then again, my schedule allows me to have like seven days off in a row as well, which is, which is really beautiful. Uh, no, but not everyone's, not everybody's that lucky. So, and this can affect your, your relationship with your kids and your significant other in in a thousand different ways. And thousand, like, just like any anxiety, depressive, uh, mental health disorder. And we've talked about these to, to length, you know, getting irritated with your kids and you really shouldn't because they're just kids. Uh, getting irritated at your wife or your significant other or your partner because it, because of nothing that they've done just because you're just so out of it. And, you know, use all, a lot of the the tools that we've talked about in the past to, uh, to deal with those things, but it's, it's going to be hard because you're so (laughs) exhausted all the time and your body doesn't know what's going on. So honestly, I, I think, at the end of the day you know trying to work towards a job with a singular schedule or a job with a singular daytime schedule is is the best um op, is the best ideal idea is the best option but that's not the option for everybody so use those tricks um that i've talked about today uh if you have to use melatonin over the counter then use melatonin over the counter there's a couple other sleep aids but once again those are all habit forming um, it should only really be used, um, in emergencies to, you know, get restful, meaningful sleep, um, to reset your pattern. Um, now I do use them on what I use them for is to just reset. I don't use them every day because of, uh, the implications of having to do that, um, aren't good. So this was a, uh, a quick one, a little PSA, if you will, um, for the hero dads out there that, that work the work the night shift. Uh, while you're all sleeping I salute you gentlemen you guys really put in the work Uh, it's hard Uh, trust me I know and uh, you guys are great thanks for coming out thanks for listening I'll, uh, I'll see you guys in the next one stay fearless